And we've spent considerable time over the last year talking about this epidemic of car thefts. And I mean, it's, I hate the word, but it really is brazen. I mean, people are holding up people at gunpoint and knife point and pulling them out of cars and stealing their cars. They're flatbedding them out of driveways. They're uh, cloning fobs and stealing cars out of driveways. And I did a calculation and it amounts to about $850 million. And I think that was just for the province of Ontario in one year. Where is that money? money going. Brian Gast is a former OPP officer, vice president now of investigative services at Equité Association and joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so tell me where this money is going. What is it fueling? He muted himself. Okay, that might be an accident. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the concerning parts is one of the uh, organized crime is alive and well and they're and they're really funding and, and uh, fueling their criminal efforts uh, with the proceeds of these vehicle crimes. So it's not just going into uh, mansions and motorboats. Uh, they're actually putting into weapons and drugs. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they're just uh, perpetuating their already lucrative criminal activity. And, uh, and they're turning to vehicle crimes and auto theft and the export of those vehicles and, and uh, everything that goes along with it. So it's a bit different from like the drug trade, where if you're buying illegal drugs, you are placing your money into the hands of criminals. I mean, these are perfectly innocent Canadians whose, car, whose cars are being stolen, sold, and then the profits are going into crime. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's uh, it, and that's one of the considerations where these organized crime groups uh, are turning to vehicle crimes because uh, we're trying to change the narrative. But uh, right now, if you get caught with uh, stolen property, stolen vehicles, the consequences aren't uh, overly significant. But uh, that's slowly train changing, which is great. So, I mean, there's lots of things people can do to try and defend their cars and keep them from being stolen. But what can law enforcement do to try and disrupt these criminal rings? And that disruption, that's a huge piece. And that's where private-public partnerships work so well. So province of Ontario recently this, this summer announced the $51 million for the provincial auto theft team that's going to be led by the OPP with participating regional and, and municipal police services, working along with the CBSA, uh, Montreal Police, uh, and, and, uh, and our organization uh, to really combat the organized crime groups that are behind it uh, to make it less appealing. And one of the significant additions to that concept is having dedicated prosecutors that are going to be attached to, to that unit that are going to try uh, to seek sentences and prosecutions that are reflective of the more serious offense of vehicle crime, not just a property crime. The fact that it does fund organized crime, it does fund terrorism, uh, trying to make that uh, that disruption and make it uh, less lucrative and uh, and consequences that are attached to it when you're caught. But these are sophisticated operations, aren't they? I mean, it's almost, you know, there's a supply chain. You've got the guys who steal the car and then they leave it to be picked up by somebody else who puts it into, takes it to port, puts it in a container, then it gets delivered somewhere and retailed. I mean, it's just like a, a, a non-criminal operation in a way. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it's a business, and it start it does start with the supply and demand. There is a supply or a demand for for our Canadian vehicles, and uh, that comes from overseas. A lot of our vehicles will end up in uh, West Africa, Africa, uh, Middle East, and parts of Europe, 
and uh, there, there are specific vehicles that they're looking for, and uh, those scouts will look for those vehicles, especially in the GTA. And uh, once they find them, they'll steal them. And then there's a network to get them out of the country, and then obviously a network once they arrive at their destination to uh, to deal with them uh, when they arrive. And what kind of dollar value are we talking about? Yeah, like the the thefts or like per per vehicle. No, well, yeah, the total. Like if we were to crunch all the figures for vehicles stolen in Canada and how much that amounted to for organized crime, do we know? Yeah, so 2022, it was over 1.2 billion dollars. So it's uh, it's a lot of money, and that's just, uh, I mean, primarily the uh what they're after is the sedans pickup trucks and luxury sedans uh i would say any vehicle is susceptible but uh they do have their list i mean on our website we do have the uh the top 10 uh stolen vehicles and predominantly their pickup trucks suvs and uh that would be the majority of the vehicles thanks for this good to talk with you yeah, thanks. Brian Gast day. is actually a former OPP officer. He's now at a place called Equité Association. As he said, you can check out and learn more on their website. But, I mean, the level of sophistication, not to praise them, but it's it really is organized crime to the point where they have their list of vehicles that people already want to buy. So they steal those particular vehicles. And think about that for a second. I mean, the auto companies churn out cars and they anticipate possible demand. Here's hoping people are going to buy this. And we found out that doesn't work for everything. I'm trying to remember, was it the Pacifica that looked like um, it had a tent in the back or something like that? And that was Celine Dion's uh, big thing. Uh, but in this case, they already know what people want, so it's on demand. And so you go to Deb Hutton's house and steal her Lexus, and then you go back and steal the one the insurance company bought her to replace it.